And then there's chapter 4. In chapter 4, we have teachings from the Word of God regarding uh, living this life successfully and living it every day in the joy of the Lord. The burden of chapter 4 is the child, the child in the home. It begins, Hear, ye children, the instruction of a father, and attend to no understanding. Young people who would be successful in life must learn to hear their parents. The other side of the coin is that parents have an awesome responsibility. Parents must teach children the truths of God's Word. The home, the church, and the Christian school form that tripod on which uh, children's Christian character development must stand. The father's responsibility to instruct his son is the focus here in chapter 4. We thank God for mother. God bless Christian mothers, spiritual mothers. But biblically, the father is more responsible for leading the family spiritually. He needs to teach his children by word and by example sound doctrine. Spiritual decline comes when children move away from the biblical direction implanted by the parents. Solomon enjoins the young people of Israel to retain the words of their fathers in their hearts. In verse 6 of chapter 4, he pleads with them not to forsake wisdom. Wisdom is the main thing. As I've heard young people often say, what's the mainest thing? Well, it's wisdom. Get the divine perspective. Learn to see things from God's point of view, and you'll be successful. With wisdom, we also want to gain understanding. We need to understand why we do what we do and do not do what we ought to do. Most of my conduct, as is yours, is governed by the reality that I have only one life, and I want to glorify God with it. I do not want to ruin my influence by doing things that dishonor my Lord. Notice in verse 10 of chapter 4 that when we receive the sayings of wisdom, our years will be many. This is one of the side effects of living for God. That does not mean that you are out of the will of God if you're sick. God has a, a greater purpose, and He often accomplishes that, that through suffering. However, when you look at the total picture, I believe that those who live by God's principles live healthier, live better, live longer. Verse 14, chapter 4, Go not in the way of evil men. Do not make bad associations. Rather, keep God's word as faithful companions in the midst of your heart. This whole matter of godliness starts with a heart. You're on the way when the word of God dwells within your heart. That is where it starts. Notice, however, that it does not end there. Soon the mouth is involved. Verse 24, you talk better. Verse 25, the eyes are involved. You begin to see the right things. And finally, the feet are involved. Verse 26, you begin to walk in the right places and do the right things and carry the gospel to the world and so forth. Let us then commit ourselves afresh today to the Spirit of God and trust Him to keep us from going to the right or to the left. Notice verse 27, chapter 4. Let us trust Him and work with Him to keep ourselves right on course. Now back to the subject, chapters 2, 3, and 4. It is so very important that we understand our responsibility and God's provision. As we seek the face of God, walk in the will of God, follow the principles for successful living in the home, in, in our families, in the church, in the school, in government, in every area of our life, we learn to live better. We enjoy life. We become better parents. We become better leaders. We become better examples. And so in chapters 2, 3, and 4, we see not only our responsibility, but God's promise and God's provision. 
and His provision is always adequate. Chapter 4 Hear, ye children, the instruction of a father, and attend to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine. Forsake ye not my law. For I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He taught me also, and said unto me, Let thine heart retain my words, keep my commandments, and live. Get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore get wisdom, and with all thy getting get understanding. Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. She shall give to thine head an ornament of grace. A crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. Hear, O my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of thy life shall be many. I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in right paths. When thou goest, thy steps shall not be straightened, and when thou runnest, thou shalt not stumble. Take fast hold of instruction. Let her not go. Keep her, for she is thy life. Enter not into the path of the wicked, and go not in the way of evil men. Avoid it, pass not by it, turn from it, and pass away. For they sleep not, except they have done mischief, and their sleep is taken away, unless they cause some to fall. For they eat the bread of wickedness, and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Put away from thee a froward mouth, and perverse lips put far from thee. Let thine eyes look right on, and let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet, and let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. 